We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. That's right, guys. Today, an awesome topic that I know you are going to love, how to create a movement. Ooh. I, I know I am super interested in this. Oh, me too. Uh, I want to see the behind the scenes. I want to see all the little details. What's happening behind the creation of the movement. Before we get started, guys, please don't forget. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit it. Smash it. Because uh, you want to know when this episode is dropped on your phone. And also, please don't forget to follow us on social media at BizBrosco on Facebook and Instagram. That's right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, don't forget to share it and and give us a five-star review. Awesome. So the last event we went to was PodFest. We were adventuring into uncharted waters. This was not our typical ClickFunnels audience ready to hit you with a quick jab full of offers. This is where we met today's guest along with her awesome gang of podcasters. Let me tell you, the highlight of that event was the karaoke duet we did with today's guest. We might have to share that performance later, but don't be fooled. Although karaoke skills are a must to carve a place for yourself in the podcasting community, she has achieved some incredible feats. Today's guest superpower is her ability to provide visibility. She is the host of the podcast Empowerment and All That. But one of her most impressive achievements is the creation of the Latina Podcasters Network. We are so excited to know more about that. That is right. Please welcome host of the Empowerment and All That podcast, founder of the Latina Podcasters Network, but most importantly... Karaoke Queen, Miss Rita Bautista! <laughs> you guys. Oh my god. Thank you guys so much for having me here. Welcome. We are so pumped up. Welcome to the show, Rita. We are extremely excited that you were able to join. It was so hard to get you to come. Just saying. Because she, 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 she's so important. She's in the middle of her movement, right? So we're like, Rita, come on. We, we need you in the podcast. We need you on the show. And uh, we finally got it. So, guys, if you are tuning in live or if you're listening, please, please, please stay and pay attention because oh, and, and I can't wait. And comment, hashtag, thank you, Rita. Thank you, Rita. <laughs> yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me here today. And that intro, that should be everybody's intro. Both of you guys just like <laughs> super amped up. Talking about all these crazy events, <laughs> and I'm really curious to see this video. So uh, yeah, we need to share. We have a few <laughs> clips from that night. That was awesome, yeah, that honestly. Was, yeah, I mean, it, it's literally guys. It's Fonzie and Rita, honestly. Like I was the one filming. <laughs> so uh, we I crushed just, it, I, Rita. I, fist bump. I, I just uh, I, I made him shine. That's all. Uh, so Rita. Why don't you share a little bit of, you know, your story, like how did everything started? Um, who are you? Like, why? Why this movement? Sure. So back in May of last year of 2019, I started the podcast Empowerment and all that, which I set out to empower the world. 
And as everybody knows, when you first start out a podcast, you have to have some sort of a topic. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just empowering everybody. Like, I'm just going to talk about everything and anybody and and everyone's going to love it. And I'm going to be Joe Rogan overnight. And as every podcaster out there who's listening understands that when you first start, that energy is behind you. And then you hit that moment where you're like, oh, my goodness, nobody's listening. Um, And so... My thing was like, okay, I've learned to master marketing and and networking in general, um, just in any career uh, that I've ever had. And I knew I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to figure out what groups are out there so I can start getting to know other people. Um, And then I started to notice that it was really difficult to find any Latinas that were podcasting in general, because that was really kind of what I was trying to find was like that sisterhood camaraderie um, in this industry and didn't find it. So October... 4th of 2019 was the day that I started the um, Latina Podcasters Facebook private group. And within like weeks, we were at hundreds. And so um, I started to notice that obviously there was need for support and representation and, um, you know, discoverability. So I I had also launched the, the Instagram and I started highlighting podcasters every single day. And obviously, as you know, if you do this every single day, it can burn you out really fast, even if it's just like social media. Um, And so I got from the advice that I'd gotten from my previous co-founder, who is actually off doing her awesome work and her hypnosis stuff now. She told me, uh, you know what, Rita, you're going to have to figure out a plan because if you keep going (laughs) at this one day, every single day, you're going to burn out fast. And so... um, you know, we went to PodFest and at PodFest, after talking to everybody, they were like, you know, this isn't a group. This is a network. And what you're doing has a lot of potential and there's a lot of momentum. And then quarantine hit. And I was like, you know what? No better time than any to launch a podcast network. And here we are in June. I'm happy to state that we have our contract signed from all of our podcasters. We're going nice. to launch the network with 14 people. Yes. And we we do have a podcast directory, too, which was another part of the brainchild to like start to get people together um, and be able to to find these podcasts, we started a directory. And on the directory, there's 48 podcasts, all created by Latinas, produced by Latinas, hosted by Latinas, and, uh, you know, all different genres, Afro-Latinas, what, you know, everything, everything. Amazing. You know, so we're very inclusive in that space. If, so we, really if we put Fonzie on a wig, can he be <laughs> part of the network? Yes. You know what? If if you feel as though you connect to your feminine energy, and that's kind of what I'm going to leave it at, as long as you connect to a Latin American country, however you find it, you can be on our podcast that's, directory. That's awesome. That is awesome. I'm going to tell you, I will think about it. All right. You're going to have to shave, too, because but that beard, yeah. It's I, so I love I love what you're doing, you know bringing these people together and just like the name of your podcast, empowering them to share their message is so important. And especially in the times that we're living right now, you know, so I feel like so many people have so much to say. Of course, there's people that have negative things to say, but then there's some people that are ready to empower others, you know, Mm -hmm. and and let their their best self show. And I think you are that person right there who's kind of like guiding all these people in the right direction. And I absolutely love it. And you mentioned something in your story that I (laughs) found very interesting, which is, you know, we all expect to be like Joe Rogan (laughs) and have overnight success. And for those that have been listening to the Content is Profit show, you guys know how I hate, (laughs) I hate 
immediate gratification. Uh, yeah. It's like my biggest enemy yeah. right now. Big time. And uh, I, I must confess, I didn't know much about immediate gratification. And then I started digging into it. And I'm like, uh, number one enemy now, right? And it, <laughs> the worst thing is that it happens to everybody, especially when we go into the entrepreneurship podcast in any field. Um, that pretty much requires your own ability to dictate your own success. I, I, I will call it a dream crusher because a lot of people get hung up on that. It's like they don't have the, that immediate success and that's it. They quit. That's it. I stop. Yeah. And right. it, I mean, it, it is, you know, it takes away some of your motivation again, which is a whole different topic for another day. But mm -hmm. I love how you were like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Like I was grinding. I was, I was hitting it hard. And you hit burnout as well, right? And that is super, super important. And I, and I want to ask, what have you done, you know, um, to switch it up? What, what, what can you tell people in regards to that aspect? Regards, hey, you're not going to achieve it overnight success because like, mm -hmm. those are like 0.000001% <laughs> right. and, and what can you do to avoid that burnout? Well, I think the first thing is all about mindset. Like I'm, I'm a huge mindset person. And I think that first thing you have to do is look at it in the long haul. Like podcasting isn't necessarily supposed to be just this thing that's going to turn into an overnight success unless you already have it built in audience. So what I always tell people is if you're going to start podcasting, let's look at what your audience is already telling you, whether you're starting off something that is connected to your personal brand or if it's something that's connected to your business, who's already following you, what are things that they are interested in? Because if you connect to that audience that you already have available to you, they're going to be more willing to share and talk about, you know, what it is that you're creating, right? So like in your case, it's content. So, you know, this is your audience that you're already building up and these people are already know what they're looking for when they're connecting to you. Yeah. Um, there are other people like myself who just started a journey and, and then the journey kind of let itself go. And now it's really about, you know, making sure that I'm scheduling things in advance, uh, you know, creating a calendar, uh, using things like Calendarly to schedule your, your calendars beforehand um, with your podcast guests and stuff like that to help you get ahead of everything. That's obviously like one of the most important things in general, because, yeah. you know, you can also burn out by overly being accessible to everybody. So I think that mm. that's also a number one thing. Like I'm naturally one of those people that just wants to help everybody. And um, I realize now that every time I say yes to something, I probably should be saying no to 75% of it because I've already like filled up my calendar with 7,000 other things. So I'm learning too. you know, this is yeah. all a process. I think I am a type A personality. So that that's also probably why I don't I don't feel like I can ever burn out. But it, it, it does happen. And to avoid that, you know, scheduling yourself in advance, kind of having some clear goals. One of the other things that I've been telling the podcasters that are joining the network is have a target list of 10 things, either 10 episodes that you're going to have beforehand, even if you don't record them right as you start, or 10 of the top people that you want on your podcast um, and obviously make sure that it's something that's related or semi-related to the topic or if not then how can you utilize that person's reach or network to build your podcast as well as long as you're still staying on target with what yeah. um, the purpose of the topic uh, the podcast is and it's been working like I've seen it's, it's so crazy to think that this all started literally October, so less than a year ago, yeah. and I've already been able to incubate like five or six different podcasts, helping people um, really understand and kind of like get a little bit more targeted on their podcast and the way that it's going. So 
um, that, yeah. that that's amazing. I you mentioned something at the beginning of your story too. It's like, hey, I just like dove in, right? And and this is not your, this is not like your full time and yet, right? Yet, I think. Not yet. No, yeah. But you nope. were like, you took action. You took action right off the top. And a lot of people freeze because of whatever they imagine the challenge can be. So whatever that, you know, scenario that they see at the very beginning might be daunting. And then they're like, they go to the what if scenarios, right? The whip. We talked about the that. Whip. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the whip and then they, they, they stop, they freeze, right? Mm -hmm. So I found fascinating that you jumped in, started executing relentlessly, right? One step after another without the fear that, okay, well, if it doesn't go the right way, that's okay. It's a learning opportunity. And then from there, you just decided to help other people. And now you have an amazing network and providing a lot of value on a very niche type of scenario, right? With Latinas, right? Yeah. Which is insane. Amazing. I, I, I just wanted to like sell the audience. And again, this show is all about pushing the people into taking action. And yeah. sometimes we bring awesome guests that have been playing the game for years. And sometimes we also bring awesome guests that have been playing this game for not a long time. But you are a living example of that yeah. taking action. What, what they have in common is that, that they're all action takers. Exactly. right? And that's yeah. important. And you mentioned a few points that I really like. For example, you said you're still learning, right? And I think... People need to understand that. That is like, you cannot go into it pretending or you cannot wait to know everything yeah. right. to get started because that's not going to happen. Joe Rogan, he still is, lear is learning, right? <laughs> Every Everybody constantly. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm going to, I think most people that go into podcasting, I think they know that already. So I think this message is for those that might be dabbling a little bit in, oh, should I share it? I, you know, those people that are looking for perfectionism. And I was one of them. And I that stopped me for three years, right? Mm -hmm. I knew I had to, I knew it, that I had to publish. I would sit down in front of my computer and see all these awesome people publishing, saying, <laughs> hey, if you want a business online, you need to publish. And I was like, yes, I know I do, but I'm not ready yet because it's not perfect. And three years later, I was like, you know what? It's, it's enough. Enough is enough. It's time to take action. Imperfect action, right? Yeah. right? And the other point is you said every time you say yes, you should be saying no to some a lot of things, right? Right. And that's, it's funny that you mentioned that because in our last episode, um, we had Jorge Vasquez from Amplify My Impact, and he was actually talking about that opportunity cost, right? Like every time yeah. you say yes to something, you're saying no to something. And every time mm -hmm. you say no to something, you're saying yes to something. So... It is so important. Like we want to accomplish so much whenever we step into this game, right? Like, oh, we want to have the biggest guests in our podcast. We want to hit the biggest targets on viewers or listeners in our, in our show, right? But what we need to understand is like, we need to manage ourselves as well, right? Like, so we can take the actions that are going to move us forward in the, the most beneficial way to put it in, in a sense, right? And the other... Thing that I love because you talk, you were talking about audience, and we love the topic of building audience. And you said some people start with an audience in mind, and some people just start, right? They just start and mm -hmm. let the journey dictate who your audience is. And I love that because a lot of people, again, they are so focused on knowing everything. Hey, I need to know who my audience is before I start speaking. It's like, it's okay if you don't. 
right. something that we say is like the fact that you're sharing your message that's gonna help you pretty much start filtering the message kind of like mm -hmm. getting to know yourself getting to know who you're actually helping is helping you determine okay i want to work with these people and i don't want to work with those other people right so i think that's super super important okay would you elaborate a little bit more on on that side of building the the audience i'm super interested yeah so you know for me i think i agree with you 100 you know like even I guess I hate to always use, use him as an example, but even Joe Rogan didn't know who his audience was going to be 15 years ago. Now, we yeah. love to think that he's an overnight sensation, but it took him 15 years yep. and yeah. rambling 15 years. His <laughs> yeah. podcasts are three hours long. So that just proves <laughs> to you that there's no real, um, you know, there's Le no real yeah. magic potion for this, right? <laughs> yeah. like everybody's going to build an audience and however it works best for you. And that's one of the things that, you know, I always go about, talking to people it's like what is the purpose if you're going to have a purpose for this podcast is it business related or is it something that's personal then that's two different things and you you kind of already have an audience when it comes down to something personal yeah. when it comes down to um to business but yeah i mean those audiences continue to grow and sometimes you'll drop off like we have had one podcaster who started her podcast completely in spanish And then um, changed it to, well, it was English and then she went completely Spanish and now she came back and it's like bilingual. And in that process, she's gained listeners, she's lost listeners, but now she finally found her sweet spot and it took her five years to get there. So, mm -hmm. you know, it really is a process and that for her was um, her marketing sales funnel, right, for her podcast. Mine's a personal one. You know, my yeah. podcast is more yeah. about women's empowerment, but I think it's really just the core of my life is about um, empowering women, giving back to my community, and also making sure that in the spaces in which I'm better educated than others, that I'm also able to share the wealth of knowledge that I have in, um, for everybody else that I connect with. I think that personally, it's a huge responsibility that people don't necessarily ever want to take on, but in order for others to grow to a certain level and you have that knowledge and you don't want to share it, you're kind of just being selfish. Yeah. I, I think it comes down to, that. yeah, thank you. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I think I think it comes down to your own mission, right? Like what what's the value that you want to provide, not just to your audience, but to the world, right? Because you, you literally, this is an avenue that everybody in the world that has an app or a phone can really access right and yeah. uh, you know we've seen it we have people in in europe africa everywhere australia that, that have listened to the show which is great mm -hmm. and you're like wow when in the world um am i ever gonna like reach you know so far so you know to stick to it like your your uh your podcaster right five years took her to to find that message testing yeah. it but she has to be so passionate about what she's sharing that to continue so You know, we talk a lot about enjoying the process, enjoying the process on not just creating the content, but enjoying the process of sharing that information. What is what you're passionate about? And I think you nailed it. And then uh, because without that, I highly doubt that anybody can stick to it. The way the reason we do this as an interview is because we love creating the relationships that we're doing through the mm -hmm. show. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So that's why <laughs> we keep doing it. Right. Yeah, uh, and that provides us a platform to share value from us and from other people that come into the show even better. So, what, like, what advice I guess would you give to somebody that's starting today? Let's say on the podcasting platforms, and uh, they might be looking at that hill, super, super steep. 
I well, you know, I I guess I get asked this question so so frequently now, right? It's it's really just just hit record, just just <laughs> upload it. The first episode's gonna suck. You're not gonna be a professional unless you've worked for NPR for years, you guys. Like, stop worrying about this imposter syndrome and the perfectionism because it's not gonna be perfect. Yeah, we can literally go back to listen to Miss This American Life, and I'm pretty sure we'll find a flaw or a word that was left in, or an um, or something. But along the way, that person had to actually learn their skill and perfect it. And podcasting might not even might not even be your thing. Yeah. Um, so I try to try to as much as I it would be best for me to produce people's podcasts from start to finish, which I can do because we do have a full production arm to the to the network now. Nice. Yeah. Um, it would not be in the best service to know that somebody who's iffy and isn't 100% sure about this, for them to spend that much of an investment without actually knowing if they're comfortable enough to do that is not something I would want to personally advise people to do. I yeah. want you to feel comfortable with what you do. And the only way you're going to get comfortable with it is doing it. So my number one thing is telling people, you got to hit record. You can do <laughs> all the planning that you want in the world. You can do everything you want in the world, but without yeah. hitting record, you have not started a podcast. You do not have a podcast. You have nothing. I love it. <laughs> you yeah, have planning. True. And that's great, you know, and it could take you three, four years to launch. Then there's nothing wrong with that, right? But it's also like you really don't understand until you start doing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you told that story about saying no to people that they don't even know if this is what they want, right? Because... I, and again, we've covered this topic plenty of times in the podcast, but it's a lot of people will be like, oh, it's a quick buck. What, why not? Right. Let's say yes. But so I, I love your integrity. Not only that, because you're yeah. you're working with people that, you know, that's what they want. They're passionate about it. Right. And I think that's an important message for people to understand that is like, hey, like, it's okay to say no to some monetary, you know, opportunities that might come your way. But I wouldn't even call them opportunities at that point, right? Because it is not if if it's not beneficial for both parties, I don't I don't think honestly you should go into it, right? And mm -hmm. before this, there, there were some really good topics that I, that I, I really I really <laughs> like, right? I mean, you talk so about many. sharing the knowledge, right? And my brother talk about kind of like sharing that message across the world, and I love just this reference, you know, say it's 1960. And somebody wants to have their own business, right? It was like, I mean, it was not impossible, but it was very difficult to go beyond your town, pretty much, mm -hmm. right? Because like only big, big corporations were the only ones that had the, the power and the mediums to communicate their message in a broad way, right? I mean, I think 1960s yeah. when the first TV ad came out, something like that. So only companies with big, like deep pockets were the ones able to advertise and all that and now we just have this what we're doing right now it's so easy for anybody to just put themselves out there and share their message and impact people right and and a lot of people the, the thing is that i think most of us like to compare ourselves to somebody else right so yeah we are like hey i'm starting But I'm not having the impact that someone that has been five years in the game or 15 years in the game is having, right? And that, like, that just, like, it's up our motivation and then we don't want to keep going. But if you look at it, like, okay, imagine yourself in a room with three people, right? And imagine that you change those three people's life. 
that like that's a big deal right if you're in the that's same room uh, and you're like people get stressed out for getting 10 views on, on their show right or 10 listens like dude imagine speaking in the same room in, in person to 10 people. people like dude i'll i'll be getting sweaty armpits <laughs> at that point i'll I mean, be right. so nervous right if you're listening and go watch the video because he does have sweaty armpits right now <laughs> oh my I god know, I don't, look, look i'm good but it's oh it actually looks like i got sweaty armpits i love i love that message Fonzie. and and it goes to i think it's a perfect transition for these questions what are some of the biggest challenges that you've seen inside of yourself when you decided uh, to take on mm -hmm. this journey um, and then what are some of the challenges that you see the people in your network and how can how have you guys been able to go over that bro you you read my mind wait wait, wait, wait Rita before you answer before you answer we're, it's like it, we're brothers it, it is it looks like it yeah <laughs> uh, I, i just want to add you know like you said and this was the topic about sharing the knowledge i absolutely love all that i think yes indeed you know you you need to be willing to give to others but And this is going to sound a little bit selfish, but one of the my favorite reasons of podcasting and publishing is the effect that I've seen in the two of us, like the change, the mindset, mm -hmm. everything. So now that being said, I think it's a good segue to answer my brother's question. <laughs> yes, thank you. I love that. I love that. Um, so I think for me, it was fear. Like there's always mm -hmm. every day, there's always a fear. Always. And I think it's, you know, the fear of failure. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm taking on a massive elephant. It's not like a little, <laughs> not a little task, but, um, but how do you eat an elephant? You know, right. One bite at a time. And, um, I want to be the person who's always like able to take on everything and do everything. And the thing is, is that, yeah, you can do everything, but yeah. figuring out how to utilize your best skill sets and using what you have to your advantage versus trying to expand yourself out of what you already have. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I sit here sometimes and I'm like, you know what, I don't have the best of this or I don't have that or I don't have this. And then I realize like, I've been able to connect with 5,000 women all over the world. Hmm. And these women of that, maybe 10% of them are all podcasters that we have actual access to. And wow. of those 48 podcasters have subscribed to our directory and of those 10 14 people believe in this vision so much so that they're willing to come on even when things aren't perfect and i think that that alone is a good um an example of really believing in what you're doing and you know what to sit here and say that people believe every single thing that they do is going to be successful or every single thing that that you try is going to be 100 it's going to be a success It's not. And if you go into yeah. it and know that it's not, that failure or that drop is not as bad as it would be if you just believe that nothing's ever going to go wrong and everything goes perfect. And, you know, when you have a chance to really believe like, you know what, these things could potentially go wrong. But here's the thing. I'm going at it the best I can. I'm going at it with the yeah. resources that I have and the right people will connect with you. And as soon as I started to like cons consider that mindset and really just like focus on that and utilizing what I had, the doors kicked open for me. Yeah. It was like, oh, here comes the, <laughs> here comes the avalanche. But yeah. at the same time, it was like, had I not have been on the right track, had I not have wanted to connect to everybody authentically, had I not have kept everybody's best, best interest in mind, yeah. 14 people 
wouldn't want to be on this network with us. And that is with zero marketing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love that. I, I it's is what we talked about earlier. Um, the hour hourglass effect, right? It's like mm -hmm. you have a connection, massive connection with five thousand people, and then you know you end up having fourteen. A lot of people might see that maybe as a not very positive thing. But guess mm -hmm. what? Those 10, 14 people that are taking action are impacting so many others. And mm -hmm. then it's just an effect that continues to multiply here and there. So for those listening, if you have one, two, three, four, whatever, whatever audience you have, let that be a force strong enough for you to keep going. Yeah. And you touch again, cool, <laughs> cool topics. Cool, let cool, me tell cool. you <laughs> one of those fear. I love yeah. that conversation of fear, right? I, I mean, like all my life. I think I've been petrified by by fear, you know. It's like, yeah. oh, and I, I I think I haven't said this in the podcast yet, but I feel like I've operated most of my life in a place of being pretty confident in in, in mm -hmm. a comfort zone, right? Um, I mean, grew up playing soccer my whole life. Yes, I mean, taking a little bit of risk, uh, you know, moving here and there, playing in other teams, but it was always within the comfort zone of soccer, and. Something that I actually I learned is that fear is actually and I mean, okay, there, there's some fear that is you're not gonna go and like run towards a bear. No, don't do that. But there's some fear that well. yeah, you <laughs> never know. Unless you're right? Canadian. <laughs> well, you know. But depends on who you are. Yeah, it depends on who you are, I guess. If you're bear grills, cool, go and do it. But <laughs> <laughs> but I mean fear is a it's an indicator yeah. that you're actually moving in the right way outside of your comfort zone pursuing growth so i think once people realize that it's easier to train yourself fear is not going to go away so it's easier to train yourself to take action regardless of any type of fear that you're feeling right and then you said can i uh, people see oh i have to do so many things right it is super important to focus right so you have fear see your outcome that you want and then focus on the resources that you already have and that's gonna take you to the next level and it wasn't until we actually focused on one offer right we, we used to be all over the place trying to offer businesses yeah. so many different services and it wasn't until Horrible. we actually focused on one solution to one problem that we started moving forward and it's amazing so i i, I really want people to take this um away from today's podcast that is like sit down write down what are your current skills you know what one problem are you solving And what is the one, like, how can you do it consistently and just focus mm -hmm. your, your full effort on doing that over and over again? Not only that, I actually read this quote today. It's pretty funny. He said, the person that fails the most will be the smartest person in the room. And I, I just I'm want really great at failing. So that's awesome. There you go. That's right. <laughs> I, I, and I want to add a little bit, like. Not only the person that fails the most, but the person that fails the most and then reflects on it, right? Because a lot of people just, they just think that by failing, yeah, they're going to accomplish something. And yeah, they might move forward. But if you sit down and then reflect on that failure and see how can I learn, ask yourself, you know, why this one thing didn't work out this time? How can I, you know, improve it a little bit, make it a little bit different yeah. to move forward? Rita, what's your, 
what's your system? You, I mean, you just said yeah. like I'm the master failure, right? And uh, and and that's totally okay. We oh, totally we it. dig it because we're like that. We're like, oh my god, like how can I fail faster? Mm. You know, so I can learn faster. Right. What's your process? Because a lot of people are like, okay. You know, I uh, it I I'm in peace with failing, but now I don't know what to do after failure. Like yep. it's gonna be a, a train wreck. So, what's your process? What can you say to people? Like, okay, how can how can you get up from that failure and move forward? Yeah, I I think it's really simple. As as difficult as it might sound, going at it with the mindset of knowing that you're gonna fail. And I don't mean this in like a Because trust me, like I believe, like I said, when I when I say I believe in mindset, it's mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. But people believe that mindset has to be 100% focused on I am X at a thousand percent. Right. <laughs> that would be great. Not everybody starts at that level. So if you're starting from ground zero, which I've I've just always stayed curious. And yeah. that's mm. what really has fueled my um, my growth as a person in general. It's just something I never knew this before, but apparently my friends tell me all the time that like not everyone in the world is like me. And I think <laughs> that I don't understand why, because, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that failure doesn't hurt. Right. It sucks. I mean, you can fail at relationships. You can fail at career choices, which I didn't really have direction when I was younger in, in deciding exactly what I wanted. But I think it was the purpose of all of this to begin mm. with right like there was a reason for all of these things to happen so if you can think that okay like this wasn't a success but it was supposed to happen because it was going to teach me something and yeah. what did i learn from this and take one thing don't like ruminate on stuff don't <laughs> sit there and it's not about you it really yeah. in truly it really is not about you right like you can sit yeah. here and plan everything out perfect example is you know we went through this whole entire pandemic So my outside job, I'm actually in sales, uh, medical sales, but, you know, we were doing great. I was I was uh, projected to do one of my best years, period. And this pandemic happened and like nobody wants to go to do procedures or anything um, that's not your most basic thing. And every single person now thinks they have coronavirus. And yeah. so it's like. Oh, man, you know, I, I'd already planned out everything for the year and all this stuff. But, you know, like I said, you can sit here and plan everything out to the T and yeah. you could still get it wrong. So why not just prepare yourself to be flexible? Yeah, plan yourself out. And this is also me, too. Like I plan about 75% of things and 25% is for that ability to be flexible because Look, you know, we have the ability to create. This is a space in which I'm creating from the ground up. So yeah. I don't want it to be so um, so pigeonholed and so in a box that I don't give people the ability to give me some feedback so I can continue to provide the audience and also the podcasters what they want, yeah. right? So I have to remain somewhat flexible. There is a lot of, um, you know, legal work that needs to be done in general. I mean, that's just protection for everybody, but... At the same time, there is flexibility on the back end is to say, all right, maybe this podcaster wants something a little bit different. Is there something that makes them unique that can help us create yeah. some sort of a negotiation opportunity there for both of us, right? Not always being 100% super rigid and understanding that if the plan doesn't work out the way it's supposed to, it's okay because yeah. that's the way it was supposed to work out in the first place. In, in, in our last episode, we talked a lot about relationship marketing um, mm -hmm. and You're creating a community, right? And uh, with a community comes relationships. Correct. How do you how do you find 
those people, right? That want to be in your community. Because a lot of people are like out there like, hey, I want I want a group. I want a group of support. I want a group that understand that speaks my same language. You know, we've lived it in many of the events, right? I, I think the reason that we like synced very well with you guys at that mm-hmm. at that event which was a random meetup that we posted on social media hey guys you know by the way if you're gonna chat we'll be out here and yeah, then, I, I think she sends did the, y'all not know the we cap- had the meetup up there the what we had just had an unofficial meetup up there anyway i didn't know you guys didn't know that oh yeah, that's cute we no, had- <laughs> we're, we're, we're like at the we had our own meetup and then you guys came on and that's where we both yeah. kind of joined. I, I think the karaoke energy like brought oh us gosh. together. So that's, that's what I think. It a was. lot of people, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it, it felt very organic, right? And sometimes people, and we have like 16 minutes left here. So, but okay. um, a lot of people want to force that community. A lot of people want to go out and, and, and kind of grab like, you need to be part of this community and you need to be part of this community, right? How, like, I feel like, It cannot be that way, right? And we talked about relationships and relationships. You cannot force relationships. So now you're building this community. How how do you go about it? Like how how do you connect people at that level? Well, I think one of the biggest things for us in general as Latinas and why I think everybody has organically just kind of connected to us without really doing any kind of like hardcore marketing is because there's a need for connectivity. We're all so different. We keep getting lumped into different places in this country and it's, You know, sometimes people just need to find a reflection of what they look like in the industries in which they're working in. And I think that that's one of the truest reasons why this has been so successful and why it continues to grow on its own is because, you know, with the climate of the country in general, I think everybody just wants to find some sort of a space where they look like someone else around them or they can relate to yeah. their ideas. Because when they go back to work, nine times out of 10, there isn't anybody that looks like you. Mm. that talks like you or that has that same relation and so yeah. for me the most important thing and the number one core value that we have is comunidad because if we don't start there then we don't have anything yeah um and most of these women actually already connect to their own communities as well and they've been starting to talk about all of the stuff that they see on social media i mean like instagram has literally blown up on its own yeah um you know we went from zero to three thousand in less than four months so like That's awesome And Amazing. and every day now it's like a hundred people that are adding themselves and wow. and and I'm like okay we we clearly are doing something right and <laughs> yeah. it's really just making sure that the talent that we see we're also giving that back like I said you know if I know that I have something that you don't have then I might as well share it with you so our directory Amazing. is always going to remain free for everybody so if anybody wants to go on latinapodcasters.com you can click the link of podcasts and you'll see all the podcasters that have added themselves to the directory awesome. Um, and the membership for the network is on there as well. Um, you know, we it is open to everyone. We just yeah. wanted to start off with a specific founding member number. Yeah. And like I said, we sent out one email yeah. to 40 people. And of those 40, 14 were like, yeah, we're going to do this. Because we haven't sent, like, we have not talked about this yet with anybody else other than them. Because they were the original ones who had already bought into, like, the directory. Yeah. So, Um, that will continue to be a part of who we are to continue to share the wealth and the awesome. knowledge of, of, of community because like I said it's the number one thing but after that oops sorry but after <laughs> that um, you know it's it's if if we didn't if the audience didn't necessarily believe that it was something that was necessary 
Sorry, you guys. Uh, it's a okay. No worries. Over here. Uh, but <laughs> if the um, if the audience didn't believe that it was something that was necessary and important, then we pro- I probably wouldn't have put that much energy into it. But yeah, yep. it happened organically and it happened naturally and it, it happened the way it was supposed to. Yeah. So. No, I love it. I love that whole emphasis on on community, right? And it's so I, I actually started doing this thing last week uh, called daily original thoughts, right? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Holly Flick. And <laughs> so I, I've been failing to publish them. I'm not gonna lie. I said I was gonna publish them daily. I, It's I, okay. Failing fast and moving no, forward. It's quarterly now. <laughs> I, I, I've been, I've been yeah, doing them. I, I actually write them. I have, I have like this little handbook that I keep right next to me all day long. And then I just write stuff in there. And I have wrote my daily OTs. I just haven't published them, right? But I published this one right now. I have it here and it says building a business is just a systematic way of building relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that just like the community aspect that you that you talk about, right? Building those relationships is just so key for people to understand because a lot of us feel like business. Uh, I feel like a lot of people think business is about volume, about trying to get as many customers as many people as you as you can right but the people that you can help the fastest and and the in the best possible way are the people that are experiencing what you already experienced in your journey mm-hmm. once right and there's a there's a limited way of people that are experiencing that yeah so that's where the systematic part comes and that's what we talked before kind of like building those audiences right you said you you started going to these groups You knew where, where the people that you wanted to talk to that probably would relate with your message, where they were hanging out, and you started sh- sharing your message with them. So yeah, I think it's, it's great, the, the community aspect. I, Thank I, you. I, yeah, we love every second of this conversation. We love Rita. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love you too, guys. I talk about y'all all the time. I'm like, they're the best brothers. And, <laughs> and we need to we need to keep up because like and thank God we got you on the show right now because you know, God knows like where you're gonna be like in a month and then it's gonna be like impossible to chat with you because of the massive network that you're gonna build. Oh so um with that being said, like our time is running out and dang it, we're gonna have to do like part two and three later. So I'm I'm okay. I'm committing you today for, okay. for, for those episodes in the, in the future. So then there's no way that you say no. <laughs> I'll be back, guys. I'll be back. Awesome. Of course. Right. I mean, you, you guys it. have been so supportive since yes. I met you. And, Let's go. you know, that's the, that's the most important thing to me. And I think that that reflects on why everybody connects to what we're doing, what yeah. this, this idea is. And, you know, like you said, people can build at a higher quantity or faster than I can, and that's totally okay. But what they're not going to be able to do is replicate the community aspect that we were able to do. So that's, that's the one thing that I'm like, yeah, yeah. good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like, good exactly. luck. This is not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to wrap things up, um, I think we talked about the action point a little earlier in the episode where it's like hit record. And I loved it because like, that's number one thing that people, wait, wait, wait sorry, before we go to the action point, I, No, we're Wait. actually not going to go to the action point because we already did it. Okay. 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 Thank you. All right. You go. You go. <laughs> and then I'll... Sorry, then guys. I'll. So for those listening, like today, the, the memory card has a very limited amount of time. So that's why we need to keep it like under the hour. That's oh, the, that's okay, the real reason. Gotcha. And I'm going to be completely transparent. But that's okay because Rita's coming a second time again. And we're not going to do this it was, it was all on it purpose. It was all on purpose. <laughs> so... The, Nothing's by accident. Remember nothing that. by accident. So the, the, the question that I really want to ask you is like... 
again, we, we talked about motivating, like pushing people into taking action, mm -hmm. <laughs> basically. So yeah. where, uh, where would you be today if you, if you did not publish? I don't even want to think about it. You know, I, my life has changed so drastically over the last 12 months that going back to that person a year ago doesn't even make sense. You know, some people will continue their journeys on podcasting. I listen to and consume over 25 podcasts, if not more a week, um, because I want to remain current and understand what quote unquote standard is. But I also want people to know that standard isn't always mm -hmm. what is there. It is what is created. Um, yeah. And to me, my life would be boring. <laughs> no, no karaoke. I, no karaoke. Right, no karaoke. No, I think I've been on like over 40 podcasts already in less than two Amazing. months. Wow. I mean, and I still have my own podcast, which I'm like, oh my God, I miss my podcast. Like I miss doing it as frequently as I was. But yeah. what's crazy is like now the, the people that are connecting to the podcast and those that are coming on to the podcast are just like such... I mean, it's just like it's blown up in yeah. the sense of just like the people that want to connect to the podcast. And that's insane because I don't I barely do any marketing of my podcast anymore. Love it. Because yeah. I don't want that to be the primary focus. It's not yeah. necessarily about me. It's about, you know, promoting the the network and everybody who connects to us. But but Amazing. my podcast isn't going away because I absolutely love what I do. So even if I have Amazing. to do it once a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. it. And fancy, just for ease of mind, we can we can ask your question on Facebook Live. So if you're listening, yeah, go, go, back to, cool. go, go to the video and we'll, or we'll do Facebook Live. So uh, where can <laughs> <laughs> he wants to keep going so bad? But we're gonna actually do it on Facebook. Yeah, Live. we'll do it on Facebook Live. Where where okay. can where can people find you, Rita? Absolutely. So you can go to latinapodcasters.com to check out the directory. If you want to connect with me on social media, which I think is like one of the most amazing marketing tools ever out there. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Rita E. Bautista, B-A-U-T-I-S-T-A. -A. Um, you can follow my my podcast at Empowerment and all that. And uh, uh, oh, Latina Podcasters at Latina Podcasters on Instagram and every single social media platform period you're going to find us at latina podcasters except for twitter we're at latina pod network ntw awesome, awesome. well you there you go guys. guys heard it go please check him out yeah. uh if you're a latina and you podcast you gotta go do like what rita is doing because it's amazing mm -hmm. uh yeah. we yeah we I'm, i'm i'm so sad we don't have wigs for us it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you never I know. Who knows what the future holds? It might end up. We might end up. You know. We're expanding. Well, yeah, exactly. Count us. Count us in if if you decide to open. You know the male side of the, things. La, the Latino. The one. Latino one. You there. never know. You never know what the future can hold. And I'm not. I'm. I'm no longer saying like. Oh, that kind of thing. I'm like. Oh, you know what? Life always tells you. You say one thing, and then. Oh yeah. Yep. That's think, true. Things evolve and move forward. Well, with that being said, Ria, thank you so much. We appreciate you for being on the show. Don't leave yet because we have uh, a little bit of a prologue after on Facebook Live. And my question. And Fonsi's question. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And with that being said, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. Uh, make sure that all the episodes fall in your phone in there and uh, follow us on social media. That's right, guys. And if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. See ya. Ciao.